0: Hi and welcome to the podcast series Proctology and Laparoscopic Surgery. This is Dr. Manas Ranjan Tripathi, proctologist and laparoscopic surgeon from Bangalore. Today we are going to discuss a common condition that is pilonidal sinus disease. So, what is a pilonidal sinus? Pilonidal sinus is an opening or multiple small openings or tiny fissures in the cleft between the two buttocks which we commonly called as the natal cleft although pyloadal sinus can occur in any site but commonest is between the buttocks so we restrict our discussion to that these sinus openings may get filled with fluid pus hair tufts dirt and debris from the skin causing development of an pyloadal abscess or cyst it can cause acute pain and if it gets infected, usually fall-smelling blood-mixed pus oozes out from the openings. Pylonidal sinus mostly affects men and is more common in people who spend more time sitting, like cab drivers. It's usually seen in hairy people and people who have excessive sweating. How is the pyloneidal sinus caused or what are the causes for pilonidal sinus? In very few cases, pyloneidal sinus may be congenital, seen in young children, due to incomplete fusion of the two halves of the body. Acquired pilonidal sinus is more common. Though the exact causes of pilonidal sinus is not known, it is believed to be due to factors like changing hormones, especially in teenagers, growth of hair in that area and friction from the clothings particularly if one sits for prolonged periods of time. What happens when we sit for prolonged period of time? Continuous sitting or friction can force the hair to grow back into the skin. So the hair grows back into these openings. The body considers this as a foreign particle and the immune system starts reacting. It gets into action and responds like it do to a splinter wound. This inflammatory response creates a cyst around the hair, which is a pilonidal cyst. Many times, patients have multiple pilonidal sinuses, multiple openings that form a tiny network beneath the skin, and even sometimes they open to one or both the buttocks. So, how do you know whether you have a pilonidal sinus? Usually, the disease manifests slowly with several symptoms. At first, patient may not feel anything except a small depression on the skin in the cleft above the buttocks. However, once the sinus is infected, a cyst filled with fluid or an abscess that is an inflamed tissue with pus can be seen. Then, patients may experience one or many of the following symptoms like pain when standing or sitting they may have pain due to swelling of the cyst they can notice soreness reddened skin around the region there may be pus or blood tinged fluid oozing from the sinus with usually a foul odor many a times we can see protruding hair from the sinus openings these are the commonest symptoms how a pylonidal sinus presents. Whenever we have a pilonidal sinus, what are the treatment options available with us? There are various forms of treatments for pilonidal sinus disease which entirely depends on what stage the disease is diagnosed and what severity it is. The treatment can be conventional or conservative if case has been diagnosed very early there are no signs of inflammation or acute pain in this case doctors usually prescribe a broad spectrum antibiotic targeting a wide range of bacteria and some anti-inflammatory medications it's important to note here that this treatment doesn't close the sinus tract itself but it treats the infection and relieves the patient the discomfort and other symptoms what they face. Usually the treating doctors recommend a follow-up examination, regular removal of hair from that area and maintenance of strict hygiene. Another treatment option especially in cases of infected sinuses is lancing or drainage of abscess. This treatment procedure alleviates the symptoms of an abscess. Usually it is done under a local anesthetic. The surgeon opens up the abscess with a scalpel. Then all the pus, hair, blood or necrotic tissue is cleaned from inside the sinuses. And regular dressings are done with sterile material. Usually the wound heals within a month and no follow up treatment is necessary. Many a times in the past there has been treatment with scleros injections wherein a sclerogen or a chemical compound injected into the sinus resulting in collapsing hardening of the sinus but this because of the multiple side effects of the treatment and increased risks of recurrence this treatment has fallen into disrepute. In most of the cases more than 90% to say some form of surgery or intervention is required for complete excision of the pylonadal sinus and especially to avoid recurrence. The commonest type of operation performed is excision of the pylonidal sinus with primary closure of the resultant defect. This is usually very helpful for midline sinuses with not much of secondary openings into the buttocks. If there is lot of infective debris or necrotic tissue inside the sinus Sometimes the wound is either totally or partially left open for regular dressing and subsequent healing. For recurrent pilonadal sinus disease or complex diseases with multiple openings in the natal cleft and on the buttocks, some form of local advancement flap reconstruction is needed because resultant defect or wound after surgical excision will be very big and it is very difficult to close primarily without tension. Coming to the most advanced and latest mode of treatment for pilonidal sinus. That is the laser pilonidal sinus ablation. What basically is done in this technique is all the openings are superficially excised. The sinus tract is probed and dilated. Then thorough cleaning and debridement is done in the tract removing all the hair tufts and necrotic material. The dilated and cleaned sinus tract is then ablated using high frequency laser with 360 degree radial laser fibers. This procedure can also be done for sinuses with multiple openings on the buttocks. Very minimal wound and almost no post-operative wound dressings are required after a laser pylonidal sinus ablation. So, This is going to be the future of pilonidal sinus disease treatment. Now what are the outcomes after the treatment of pilonidal sinus? How does the patient fare after being treated for pilonidal disease? The disease can take anything from 4 to 10 weeks or sometimes even more to disappear depending on the severity of the condition. Apart from recurrence, the wound also can get infected after the treatment which is indicated by acute pain, inflammation, fever and again repeated oozing of pus and blood from the wound. Do we have any measures to prevent pilonidal sinus? Although there is no definitive method of preventing a disease but yes, the recurrence can be reduced or the development can be kept under check By following few simple measures like keeping the area clean at all times, washing the area daily and keeping the area dry. One can also avoid prolonged sitting for long periods of time. That's all in this session friends. For further information regarding pilonidal Sinus Disease, you can check out our website www.drmanastripathi.com Thank you everyone for listening to me patiently. I'll catch you up soon with another important talk. This is Dr. Manas Tripathi signing off.